Jason Timmett. Got a lot to talk about. Yep. Talked about a Got few on. different things, but yep. it seems like people really uh, want to comment on student loan debt, uh, debt relief. Yeah, debt relief mm-hmm. that uh, the president uh, announced just a couple hours ago. Yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, good afternoon, everyone. 301-694-9363. If you want to uh, comment on this or opine, which is the same thing, please do that. And let's go down the lines. Let's start over with uh, the other Bob. What say you, the other Bob? Well, it's of course, Tim. It's a B-E-A, B-E-A beautiful day. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So I was listening to the uh, the news and on your station, of course, and uh, they said one hundred twenty five thousand dollars for an individual and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a family. Well, yeah, certainly. Now, certainly. me and my wife, we we uh, saved our money to send our girls to college. I actually went on a deployment and put myself in harm's way so I could earn the benefit of letting my daughter have in-state tuition. Beautiful. Uh, I don't see that how this is fair to me and my family. I don't see how this is fair to the homeless or uh, veterans that aren't getting the proper care that they should be getting. Uh, and so, once again, uh, the party of the uh, slavery, yes. KKK, Jim Crow, defund the police, weaponize the Justice Department is now the party of we'll do whatever we take. We'll buy votes if we have to. Well so said. It's it's just disgusting that this is what the Democrats do. Well said. And once again, the trouble is they've made a mistake. They made a big mistake. Because once again, they have shot themselves in the foot. If they thought they were gaining the traction, well, all you have to do is start giving money away to uh, people that you pick and choose to give money away to. Not for the betterment of all mankind, no, but for the betterment of those whom you decide should get helped. You know, the elitists, maybe. <laughs> Let's go to blah, 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 Steve One. Hello, Steve. Hello, I'm here, Tim. How are you? I have zero complaints other than the ones about four feet from me behind the glass. Well, we go back in history to Frederick Hyatt, but I just wanted to comment. Yes, please. I'm 72 years old, have a college degree, worked three jobs, raising three kids, yes, sir. paid all my debt, put three kids through school, paid all of that debt. Oh, God bless With you. that said, there are avenues out there that if you can't pay off your debt, you file bankruptcy and you go through the legal system. Well, but the, if you're solvent, mm-hmm. you need to pay your debt, not right. me. And, the, and I'm going to end my comment right there. <laughs> well said, Steve. Congratulations for what you have done. But uh, one good thing is student debt is not uh, uh, is not relieved uh, by uh, bankruptcy. It survives bankruptcy. So the thing is, that is an incurred debt that you have to pay, you know, sooner or later. The point is... You knew that when you signed. You know, they just don't give you the money and say, oh, you know, catch this when you can. No, they you actually signed, and you have an obligation. That's what I would think. I want to see what Steve, too, has to say. Steve, you're up next. Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Three quick points. Sure. Uh, first point is about 150 years ago, Alex de Tocqueville said, the problem with Americans is they can be bribed with their own money. Yeah. It rings true to this day. Beautiful. Point number two, 
and I believe that this is also very important, is that as soon as the government federalized student loan program, the price of tuition quadrupled. Sure did. Because I had kids in college at the time, and I had two that went to the same school five years apart, and the tuition was 70% greater on the second child versus the first child. Because they knew which, they'd get again, their money? I also paid right. for all of their, all of their uh, tuition. No, Last yep. point. Go ahead, Steve. And this one I believe is really important as well, because it was just touched on with Steve One. Many students or many people joined the military because the federal government was matching $2 for one if you joined the military and you saved money for college. Many of those were wounded. Many of those were deployed. Many of those now have PTSD, and many of those never got their college degree because of everything that I just stated, and yet we didn't do anything for them. My point is, God bless our veterans, and the other way for, for the government that, that picks and chooses winners and losers and who's going to pay and not going to pay, that's horrible. Well said, my friend. I appreciate your call. But uh, Steve made some some very strong points there. Uh, again, this is, you know, if this were something... It's know, not an either-or. It is. It is, Frank. It is. The thing is, this is a chosen debt. If you go decide that you want to buy a car, suppose you want to buy 10000 worth of tools. Uh, I, I know. I helped set up a dentist one time uh, in business. I'm very, you know. And there was tens of thousands of dollars of tools that they had to have. And they had to pay them off. No one said, oh, well, I know you, you want to be a dentist, and that's great. We'd love to have you. But uh, we're going to give you... No, no. You incurred debt. You had to pay it off. I, I don't understand. I, 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 I guess there's something I'm missing in this. And it is not a required debt. Medical debt oftentimes is a required debt. There's something that you have no choice in. Uh, debt for a vehicle, you have a choice in. Debt for a home, you have a choice in. Debt for college, you have a choice in. Period. You're not required. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Certainly. So, um, I know that this isn't a popular thing that the government is doing, and I don't know if I'm 100% supportive of it, but a lot of people are just so fixated on two things. Number one, they're fixated on the number of income, $125,000. If people look at the actual numbers that were put out by the White House today, 87% of people that are getting relief are making under $75,000. Only 13% fall into that range between seventy-five and one hundred and twenty-five. So I just wanted Correct. to point that out. Ninety percent. I agree. Yes. I agree. Are under seventy-five thousand. Ninety percent. Yeah. Um, and I think seventy-five thousand is just seems to be a number that's more digestible than one hundred twenty-five thousand. Which I admit I might have a small problem with. Also. Yeah. Yeah. The second absolutely. thing that people need to understand, and what's really upsetting me, is I'm listening to some callers. Everybody is saying it doesn't help me. What about me? What about me? Correct. Exactly. Well, two, two, two things about that. Number one. Um, a lot of what the government does targets certain groups when it comes to aid. Number two, with helping these people that are in debt, it does help us all. Number one, we'll be able, if, if students, former students, current students, whatever, are able to get out of this debt, they will be more likely to 
maybe purchase a house. They'll be more likely to possibly start a small business. They'll be more likely to not be in um, debt as a senior when they're retired because they were able to put some money away for savings. And and all that stuff does help us all in the long run. The economy is a very, very complicated thing. It's more than just giving $10,000 to people making less than $125,000. That's right. Excellent. Excellent point. I appreciate your point, Tom, but you're way off base. And I want to take you. (laughs) I want to take you along while you do. And God bless you. You have a good point of view, but it's wrong. Now, I'll tell you why it's wrong. If this okay. were, Eric, first of all, if you're, you're, you're paying off your college degree and you're making $75,000, and that means I don't know what you're doing. Um, I guess you, you haven't found a, you know, a, a suitable job for that degree unless you didn't want a degree of, of any great nature. Number two, when, when you say it, it, it propels, no, it doesn't. First of all, it, it, takes, it takes money from those people. Who may make one hundred and fifty thousand, or make twenty thousand, or fifty thousand? I should say, it takes from them, and they don't deserve to, they don't deserve to have the money taken from them for this, which is an incurred. It's for them. It's an incurred debt. It's not Frank. It is an incurred debt, and you can't. It, if if this were for people making under one hundred and twenty five thousand, who had medical payments, we're going to forgive the first ten thousand. Or twenty thousand, I'd say. All right, I'm agreeing with that because medical problems are not something th- that you that you contract. You you don't you know, heavens forbid, you don't want that to happen. But college is a choice. You make these choices, and I think what happens in America, uh, Tom, is we we have to stop making choices that we don't stand up to. It's like you know, well, well I think I want to do this. Well, I don't know if I want to do this. Well, don't sign on the dotted line. It, it, it's not – I'm all for everybody getting all the education you can get. But be very careful. You have obligations and responsibility. And it's not up to me to pay your choices of a career path. For example – Then you're holding people back from getting well, a but, college education. Well, yes, Frank. But the, why should I help them? What about if a person wants to become a car mechanic, Frank? A car mechanic. You have to what have tools. Uh, we have to have tools, Frank. Migrant. What, what if a migrant comes to this country and wants to become a citizen? What does that do for me? How does that hurt me? It, How does that help it me? Only hurts me, you. me, me. Yeah, Frank. But there's only you forget one thing, Frank. Me is the one who's paying the bills. It's nice when you say, "What does it do for me?" It hurt. We are the ones paying the bills, Frank. Not the migrants coming here. Not the college student that can't pay And this is to help those people paying these unbelievable bills. Frank, is there not? First of all, Frank, if I go open up a garage, you're going to pay for my, for my tools? No. College education is a tool. Period. It ain't a guarantee you're going to be wealthy. It ain't a guarantee that you're going to be able to speak English. It ain't a guarantee you're going to be anything better than anyone else. That's what's wrong with your thinking. The statistics it's only show a toy. it does put you more in that direction. Oh, it sounds like it, Frank. Especially when you're making, you know, up. We're making under seventy-five thousand. You're really doing great. Maybe you ought to meet my plumber. Three zero one six nine four nine three six three. Kevin, you're up next. What say you, Kevin? Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. We thank you, you for well. your opinions. Well, yeah. this this is absolutely driving me crazy too. Uh-oh. Uh I work with a guy today who is in student loan debt. Yes, sir. And he was telling me, mm-hmm. well, see if this sounds very fair to you. Uh, he got his loan 
but he didn't go to school. But he kept the money and he spent it on other stuff. That's possible. Very possible. Are we going to bail him out of his debt? Apparently. Apparently. See, this- you know, I mean, so you know, he didn't. He started going to school, whatever, you know, yeah. and he didn't like it, and. You know, you got all this free money or very low interest loans. You know how it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, But he he kept it and paid rent, bought groceries, and there's because he could. Absolutely. It's free money. They think it's free money. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's been frozen now for how long they haven't had to make any payments on it. And they won't have to until next year, really. Well, exactly. And, you know, he he was like, man, I hope they pass that because I owe a bunch of money. Yeah. And, you know, I was in on his interview, and uh, he never mentioned anything about a college education. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about it, and he said, oh, no, no. He said, I was taking this class, and I didn't realize what I was involved, and you know, I just dropped out. Yeah. And they have the so, debt, and they want us to pay for it for their choice. And I guarantee you, yeah. they signed, they, they made a promise. Uh, and Frank says, well, you know, this is sad. I, I, it's only here, I think it's the brightest thing I said today, which isn't that many things. College education is a tool, period. It is not the panacea for life well lived or for being wealth and things like that. It is a tool that you can use that maybe you will make a lot more money because you have that degree. But it is only a tool to be used in the proper way. And if, go ahead, Frank. Tim, you often bring up like China. Our I main competition China. with China, China, our main competition with China is economic. If you want to compete, like it or not, we have a uh, competing against other countries in this world. Absolutely, Frank. they put a uh, a high premium on higher education. I mean, by they, other countries. Uh-huh. Okay. If we're going to compete, mm-hmm. if we have a lesser educated populace, so we're not going to be able to compete. Sure, you are. No, because they have, Frank, one thing you don't understand, Frank, for every 10 people they, uh, they educate and they want to have a higher education in China, you forgot the one thing. The thousands of people that they hold down to do menial jobs, that's the part you forget. It is not a free, equal system in so China. So let's not be like them. That's exactly right. Let's put a premium on education. If you want it, Frank, that's great. But don't 